I knew my degree would come into <laughs> into use one day. Who knew it would be for the anime podcast? Emotional damage. Q Solar laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Bonkai Senbon Sakura Kageyoshi Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attack spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. This is a public service announcement. Sponsored by Ed and the good folks at Super Anime Podcast. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is <laughs> My name is Ed, host of the Super Anime Podcast, and today is a sololess episode. Solo's taking a break to wax his head, but he will be back shining than the sheen on Saitama's head. Q Solo laugh. <laughs> and yes shout out to jay-z if you recognize that is one of his songs public service announcements but as i mentioned solo's not here but never fear because ed is here and all i need is one mic and speaking of one no not the one punch man artist i mean funimation and crunchyroll have decided to finally tie the knot and become one i don't know why but same one repeatedly reminds me of that Brian McKnight song. One, you're like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Three, girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. Yes, Solo. Yes, I can see you grinning. Yes, Solo. I sing even without you on the podcast. I know you're thinking, here he goes again. But I digress. Is this a dream come true? I've seen a lot of images of the fusion dance superimposed with Funimation and Crunchyroll on there. But this is not a fusion which will only last for a temporary period. No, this is some till death do us part union or until Sony decides to shut us down kind of union. But who cares about the marriage? What does this mean for us, the public? The people who have and will be funding this marriage? What happens to Funimation family? What happens to the Crunchyroll family? Well, let's talk about it. For all my Crunchyroll subscribers, you're good. You can sit in your chairs, no need to get up and go shake the hands of the Funimation family members. Because it looks like in this relationship, Crunchyroll is the man and as tradition dictates, the woman takes the man's name. In what way you ask Ed? Well, the union sees the anime arm being renamed to Crunchyroll LLC, 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 what am I saying? Crunchyroll LLC when it was initially named the Funimation Global Group. And with that comes the dissolving of the Funimation entity, which has already started to offload its library of content onto Crunchyroll. In fact, and I quote, Funimation has said, what am I saying these? Funimation, Funimation. (laughs) 
Funimation has said if you have a Funimation account, you can cancel it as you no longer need it. Now this begs the question, what if I already have paid for an annual subscription? Which a lot of people were asking and angry about on Twitter. Funimation being Funimation replied back with a please click the link to find out more. So I did and here is what they said and I'll read it to you word for word. I try and do a Funimation corporate kind of sounding voice. <clears throat> with so many new shows coming to Crunchyroll, Funimation subscribers will want to sign up for <laughs> what is that Ed? I'll just do it by normal voice. With so many news <laughs> with so many new shows coming to Crunchyroll, Funimation subscribers will want to sign up for a Crunchyroll subscription as soon as possible. In fact, if you're a Funimation paying subscriber and you started your subscription before 28th of February 2022, we'll be offering you a 60-day free trial of Crunchyroll Premium. This offer is available to new Crunchyroll subscribers, so if you're so if you already have a paid subscription, you won't be eligible. Qualified users will receive an email by March 8th, 2022 and their own unique link to redeem this offer. So you do get a 60-day trial if you're not a Crunchyroll subscriber yet. So if you were paying for both, cancel your Funimation subscription now, immediately. But as a Funimation user, if you do decide to activate that 60-day trial, your queue and watch history will not be transferred when you move to Crunchyroll, which again is a massive inconvenience for people who subscribe to Fun Funimation. But Crunchyroll have said they are working on this. So with this public service announcement and a bit of context, what does this mean? What does this all mean? Why the merger? Well, I wouldn't even call this a merger. It's more like an acquisition. Crunchyroll gets to keep its name, its platform branding, while Funimation is the one being consumed and acquired into Crunchyroll. But I digress. Why the acquisition? Is this good or bad for us, the public? What does it mean for the future of Crunchyroll content, titles and exclusives? How will Crunchyroll utilize its newfound powers? Will it be used for good or evil, i.e. raising Crunchyroll subscription prices? This and more, find out on the next episode of... <laughs> nah, just kidding. I'm just kidding. So let's start with the why. Why this acquisition? Sony made a big bet on the anime market last year when in 2021, it bought Crunchyroll from AT&T for a mere, you know, a mere $1.175 billion. A billion dollars? We made a podcast episode about this, actually. Um, and funny enough, it also has a Jay-Z-influenced episode title. It's called Reasonable Doubt after his first album. You can go and listen to that after this, and I'll drop a link of the episode in the show notes. But with this acquisition of Crunchyroll, Sony now had two subscription streaming services focused on the Japanese animation market. If you recall, Sony bought Funimation in 2017. Fans now had to subscribe to both Crunchyroll and Funimation to get everything they wanted, in addition to Netflix and other services. This was said by Colin Decker, chief executive of Crunchyroll, who runs the Sony animation businesses. Sony animation? Animation businesses. <laughs> Sony animation businesses, or Sony anime businesses. He goes on to say, a big chunk of our content was divided. It was a pretty bad experience. Well, let me do my CEO voice. A big chunk of our content was divided. It was a pretty bad experience. And that's been a frustration that a company has attempted to fix. Thank you, thank you, bravo. I know I do good CEO voice. Uh, anyway, now for me as a consumer, this is brilliant because 
This is a business looking and thinking in a consumer first led approach. There is a saying, your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. In fact, in my research, I found a quote from the CEO of Crunchyroll, Colin Decker, himself saying, when we brought Funimation and Crunchyroll together last year, our top priority was to put fans first. Sensational. I'm so good. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) But anyway, and I don't doubt that if Crunchyroll continue to think this way, they will see massive returns. Another reason for this acquisition is to remain competitive. This is a quote by Brian Solis who states, competing for the future starts with a shift in perspective. Without that shift, you will be confined to cycles of iteration rather than innovation. Mm. Say that again. Competing for now, Jake, I won't. But this is crucial as the global anime market, which was at 24 billion in 2022, is projected to grow to 43 billion by 2027. Damn! This is huge. And other streaming services like at Netflix and Amazon know this and have come to grab and snatch and take some of this projected 43 billion. You smell that? Smells like opportunity. Smells like money, 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 money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. In fact, Netflix in 2020 signed deals with multiple anime studios, Nas, Science Saru, Mappa and Studio Mer to, inc- to increase the supply of content for its services, which now has 20, 222 million subscribers. To put that into context, before the Crunchyroll acquisition, Crunchyroll had just 5 million subscribers and roughly about 120 million registered registered users. With this new acquisition, we're not too sure what the numbers is, but I imagine it's still nowhere near Netflix, which makes sense, you know. And I'll get onto this Funimation, Crunchyroll, more of a niche. Netflix is a bit more broader. So, is this good or bad for us, the public? I hear you asking. Well, as I mentioned earlier, Crunchyroll chief executive mentioned their top priority was to put fans first and i think this acquisition will be a huge benefit for us the fans firstly competition is good for any market if there was no netflix or amazon prime this would be an unwelcome monopolized acquisition but given those companies are streaming powerhouses i'm glad that they got into the game we live in a time of digital darwinism An era when technology's impact on businesses and society involves both evolution and revolution. Now, digital Darwinism is real and it's driven by changes in people, your customers, employers and partners, etc, etc. How they think, learn and make decisions is constantly changing as of what they expect, prefer and value and how they influence each other. What? Now, 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 stay with me. Let me explain. Digital Darwinism occurs because of the impact that disruptive technology has on pretty much everything. But whether businesses flourish or end up being disrupted depends to a great extent on how executives react in moments of truth. For some, doing nothing is the answer, i.e. blockbusters. (laughs) 
For others, reacting to trends once they become mature is the favoured way to move ahead. Uh, so think of brands, you know, like maybe Gucci might release something that's quite cool. And then, you know, the likes of your retail shops like H&M, Zara might follow suit. And then only a relative few will relentlessly pursue market relevancy and leadership and make innovation part of the corporate DNA and culture. So a classic example of this would be Apple. Now, what I want you guys to focus on is the quote of how executives react in moments of truth. Now, the chief executive of Crunchyroll, Colin Decker, knew that in order to compete, that they would need to evolve and revolutionize the brand. Digital Darwinism is driven by change in people and as people and consumers, we are becoming more and more brand agnostic in how loyal we are to brands. Convenience is now much preferred and through this acquisition, Crunchyroll will now be able to consolidate a number of titles under the Crunchyroll banner at name. In fact, to begin with, they will be adding an additional 50 titles with 1600 hours of content. This will include notable dubbed animes coming to Crunchyroll such as Dr. Stone, time to get excited. Time to get excited. How does he do it? I don't know. But, you know, he always says time to get excited. Fire Force. Explosion! Explosions! My Hero Academia and Tokyo Ghoul to name just a few. Other iconic series that were previously exclusive to Funimation like Cowboy Bebop and Yu Yu Hakusho and now also available on Crunchyroll. So what does this mean for the future of Crunchyroll content, titles and exclusives? Well, I was in a session in Twitter Spaces um, speaking about this merger and there was a great point someone made regarding Crunchyroll needing to take more risk with developing exclusive titles such as Tower of God, for example. With this acquisition, it should hopefully mean Crunchyroll has more negotiating power when it comes to the table, so to speak, of getting the exclusives either from Japan, Korea, China or elsewhere. Because we know that Netflix have already started doing this. This really is a game of content and the streaming service which has the most popular content is most likely going to win. It's why Netflix spend billions of dollars getting in content and exclusives. They want to be a one-stop shop entertainment streaming brand. Now this does not mean Crunchyroll should start branching out and introducing documentaries and stuff like that. And Lord knows I hope they, they, they don't start thinking of making anime films. Oh hell no! That would be a disaster. I think they have a strong enough niche to set them apart from the likes of Amazon Prime and Netflix. But they have to ensure that this niche is attractive enough to keep users subscribed or get users to subscribe. And speaking of subscribers, how will Crunchyroll utilize its newfound powers and audiences? Will they raise their subscription prices? Well, in my opinion, no. And here's why. As stated earlier, competition is great for the market. And while this acquisition definitely gives Crunchyroll a more attractive portfolio with regards, with regards to more content, it still needs to compete with the likes of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and even to Disney to some extent. And as we all know, what is usually the deciding factor for someone shopping elsewhere? Price. And Solo knows, <laughs> Solo can tell you a lot about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Quality can come into it, but in this case, it's price. People are more price sensitive to streaming services given that there's so many options out there. It really is a buyer's market. Crunchyroll's subscription model is around $9.99. This is in line with other platforms like Netflix and Amazon Prime. It would be foolish for them to raise it to like $15 or even $12 given how price sensitive buyers are in this market. Crunchyroll have done the right thing in consolidating. It's a good win. Now they just need to make the transition as smooth as possible, use the current and incoming revenue from Funimation consumers to better innovate, develop and provide a better experience for us. Yes, us the customer. For as the founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman once said, a win on the scoreboard isn't enough when you can change the whole game. And this is a great opportunity for Crunchyroll to change the game. They just have to make sure that they get the acquisition right, they transition right, they work on the app, they work on making sure that they are serving the customer and it looks like they're putting the customer, us, the public first, which is great. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed my economic lecture. I knew my degree would come into, <laughs> into use one day. Who knew it would be for the anime podcast? Emotional damage. Q Solar laugh. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this public service announcement. And as always, we would love to hear what you think of this acquisition by Crunchyroll. Feel free to message us on Instagram like bradlad.wave, the real Brando, etc. Thank you guys so much for always messaging. Feel free to send us a voice note via superanimepodcast.com website. Hit the orange mic like Agent Smith did or engage with us on Facebook like Heather Stewart. Whichever socials you use, we are there. Also, we want to thank you so much for the feedback we got for the On The Hotline Valentine's Day episode and telling us what anime made you cry. I'll be shouting you guys out and also discussing your recommendations with Solo once he's back from waxing his head. Cue Solo laugh. <laughs> thanks for listening we have a very special guest next week so make sure you come back for that and as a bonus for those who miss solo i'm going to end this episode with some of his best bits have a super week and we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs> Solo soundbites. I like that one. What was that, Solo? I don't know. I'm just going to replay that sound again and again and again on the show. What is happening here? And I'm just laughing to myself. My Do that again? My, no, no, that's a one-time thing. It's been, it's been immortalized in the internet. That was a the solo podcast. special right there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.
<laughs> what was that? I don't know what that was, but <laughs> like just burst behind him, like an image of a rooster. Just goes, and it's like, what? what's this? What is this? So I'm asking you, when you bite into oh, a piece, done it again. Yeah, that little you, sound bite. When you bite into solo a piece sound bite. <laughs> Sensational. Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash super anime podcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are, and bye for now.